Hey, this is TJ and I'm the lead pastor here at Revamp Church. Thanks for listening to our weekly sermon podcast. I hope this message blesses you, encourages you and helps you experience life change through Jesus. For more sermons like this, resources or opportunities to get connected, visit us at Revamp Church PTA on Facebook or Instagram. Hello friends, welcome to Revamp Church. My name is Pastor William Sitsiro and may I say, I am so excited and I am so thrilled to be sharing the word of God today. It is a wonderful opportunity to come and share the word of God with you so that wherever you are, whatever it is that you're doing, you may be able to experience the presence of God. That's why we do what we do. That's why we share the gospel of Jesus Christ so that people can receive him and so that people can be able to grow. As I have mentioned, my name is Pastor William Sitsiro. I am a leader of Relate Assembly. And um, it's, it's exciting to share the word today because um, we are partners with Revamp Church, you know, and um, we are also online and we are looking forward to um, starting a church and we are still praying and we know and believe you know that revamp church is praying for us as well because we know um, pastor manyaka keeps on praying and interceding um, for us along with his wife and his family um, and so i'm so excited i was so excited when he called me and said hey um, share the word this sunday and I, I i couldn't say no i was so excited because as partners we we are not you know worldly partners we are you know kingdom partners we are kingdom partners we care about souls than we do numbers and money we care about souls than we do other things that worldly organizations care about see we want to be able to see people grow and encounter the presence and the majesty of god And we know that as soon as people encounter the presence and the majesty of God, things in them start to change. You know, I believe that, 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 you know, God accepts us the way we are, but he doesn't want us to live the way he found us. So he wants us to be able to change and transform and be like him. You know, reflecting glory, reflecting righteousness, reflecting holiness. And and, and that's what we are all about. We are all about reflecting Jesus. We are all about um, revealing Jesus to the world so that the world can be able to see who Jesus is. And I love the vision of um, Revamp Church. And it's quite simple. You know, it's quite simple. It's life change through Jesus. Revamp Church is a church that exists to see people experience life change through Jesus. Life change through Jesus. For me, that is the most exciting thing to be able to hear because that means that when I come to Revamp Church, you know, I come with an expectation to transform, I come with an expectation to change. I come with an expectation to experience the presence, the glory, the majesty of God. And that's what Revam Church is all about. What, what, the, the, you know, you might come next time and not find coffee. 
You might come next time and it's so packed that you don't have a chair to sit on. You might um, want to see the pastor one day and he is busy. But, but there is one thing that we are sure of. That when you walk in those doors, when you listen to um, uh, our sermons, when you pay attention to the word of God and want to be able to grow and attend the services, we are sure that you will experience change. We are sure that you will experience the glory, the majesty, and the holiness of God. And you will transform from what you used to be to what God knows you to be. And there's a difference. There's a difference because now you need to be able to understand that who I think I am is not who God knows I am. So we need to be able to understand. I'm already getting excited, but we need to be able to understand that, that, that you know, as Revamp Church, we care about souls. We care about people experiencing Jesus. And being able to see Jesus in their lives. Pray with me as we get into the word of God this morning. Heavenly Father, this morning, oh God, we just want to approach your throne of grace in humility and in submission. And Lord, oh God, we just want to be able to humble ourselves in your presence. As we, Lord, oh God, share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Just want to humble ourselves in your presence father we just want to believe one more time just want to trust one more time we just want to fix our thoughts on you one more time believing that lord you love us so much that you will never leave us nor forsake us that lord there is nothing that will separate us from the love of god no sin no demon no spirit no blessing nothing will separate us from your love Father, you love us so much that you know the number of our hair. Father, you love us so much that you keep on providing. You love us so much that you keep on protecting. You, you love us so much that you are always there. You are there. You are there. You are there. You are there, oh God. And Father, we just want to bless you. We just want to honor you and glorify you. You know, <laughs> So many people think they are deserving of the things that we have. So many people think that they are deserving of who we are. So many people think that they are deserving because we are friends, we are brothers or, or, or relatives or family of our presence. They think that they are deserving. But Lord, one thing that we know and that one thing we cannot deny is that only you are deserving of all that we are. Because Lord, all that we are has been provided by you we are what we are because of your mercy your grace and your spirit father we just want to take this opportunity and just lift our hands up and say lord we bless you and we honor you and we glorify you in jesus mighty name amen all well, friends um this morning i'm so excited um to share the word of god today can we just open the Bible in the book of Luke. We're going to be reading the book of Luke chapter 2 from verse 46 to verse um, 50. We're going to be reading from 
verse 46 to verse number 50 and also can you just peruse and go to um, the book of Matthew you know we're just gonna try and find a link between Matthew chapter 5 verse number 13 to verse number 16 and also um, Luke um, chapter 2 verse number 46 to verse number um, 50 going to try and find a link because we need to be able to understand as I, I i know you have noticed but our series is following jesus following jesus i find it remarkable that we still have churches that preach about following jesus so many people so many people and 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 you know sometimes we are culprits as pastors that we preach sermons that are really motivational that we feel are inspirational according to the season that we are facing as a country, as, a, as, a, as the world, that we forget that it's all about Jesus. Let me tell you something. It is all about Jesus. It is all about Jesus. If we can just fix our thoughts on that theology, we will begin to understand Jesus because, because we need to be able to understand you know, the Bible says that my people, my people suffer because of lack of knowledge. We need to be able to understand that everything, everything around us, everything within us, everything out there, everything in here is all about Jesus. It's Jesus, 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 Jesus. It's all about Jesus. And once we understand that, you know that the spirit of pride, the spirit of selfishness will begin to deteriorate. It will begin to, to die because we begin to understand that for me to live is Christ. We begin to understand that philosophy that Paul uh, spoke, that for me to live is Christ and for me to die is gain everything that we have i i look at my wife sometimes even when i'm angry or even when we have fought or whatever has happened i look at my wife sometimes and and go like i don't deserve this yes yes somehow you would feel like you have worked so hard for you to attain whatever it is that you have attained in life for you to marry the wife that you are married to but I need you to understand this, that it is only by the grace of God that you are there today, that you have what you have. So many people don't have kids today. People keep on trying, people keep on trying and trying, but they don't have kids. They, they go to signs and they try, but they don't have kids. But you have kids. You, you, you know, so many people looked for wives but they were cheated on countless number of times but you have a faithful wife you have a faithful husband so many people are looking for jobs but they don't find one but you have a good job as a matter of fact someone just received a job this week we we need to be able to understand that it, it is all about jesus it is all about jesus and when we begin to 
understand that philosophy and theology, our lives now will begin to transform. Our lives now will begin to change. We won't be the same anymore. We will begin to notice that actually I need Christ to attain more. I need Christ to be better. I need Christ for me to grow. I need Christ because without him, I have no purpose. I have no purpose. And when we look at the book of Luke, when we look at the book of John, when we look at the book of Matthew, the book of Mark, we begin to realize that when the authors were writing these books, they make sure that their names don't appear so that people can be able to see that from the beginning, from eternity past, from, from, from the beginning to the end, or from the end to the beginning, it is all about God. It is all about God. Journey with me as we open our Bibles in Luke chapter 2, verse number 46. The Bible says, After three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. This is, this is the parents of Jesus. They were looking for Jesus. Remember, it was, um, you know, Passover uh, weekend. And now, as they went back home, now, when they went back home after the festival, they realized that, wait a minute, Jesus is not here. Where could he be? They went back to Jerusalem looking and searching. And I can imagine because now they used to travel travel with groups and as they were traveling you know they realized that Jesus is not there and now they have to look for Jesus within the groups of the nation that they went that that went to celebrate Passover that went to to celebrate God for lack of a better word and that, that, that those are many people and now they are searching for Jesus and they are searching for Jesus and they are searching for Jesus and that they kept on searching until they went back to Jerusalem and when they got to Jerusalem they continued their search going to the church going to the temple and the Bible teaches us that after three days of searching you know, my, my child, if my child were to do that on the first day, I would have called the police. I, I, I would have called the police to go and look for my son, to go and look for my child. And if I find him before they do, I will kill him before, <laughs> before they find him. Because, because you, you, you can imagine how exhausted they are. They haven't eaten for three days. They were searching for Jesus for three days. They were looking for Jesus for three days. And the Bible says they found him talking to the teachers, asking them questions. Verse 47 says, Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished 
His mother said, Son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. You, you can imagine that they are so exhausted that they cannot even accommodate anger in their hearts. They are so exhausted that they cannot even spank him. They are so exhausted that they cannot even pick him up and just throw him somewhere just to discipline him. They, they are so exhausted. And now, you know, Jesus responds. Now, is mind-baffling for me. Because you would expect a child to humble himself and say, I, I, I'm sorry, I, 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 I lost track of time. I, I, I. You would expect a child to humble himself. But then now Jesus in verse 48 says that, Why were you searching for me, my God? He asked. And he continues to say that, Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? Verse 50 says that, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. Father, we thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. When I look at what Stephen M. Miller says, he says that, you know, in some way, you would feel that Jesus was disrespecting the mother. But then sometimes... When a lesson comes through, though it might not be a proper time, it would make you think to a point that everything that you have experienced, all the, the anger, the anxiety that you have experienced looking for your son, looking for Jesus, it will just disappear and you start thinking upon what he said. You know, let us remember who Jesus is. Because now we need to be able to understand according to John and according to Matthew. Matthew now presents Jesus as the Messiah. And, and, and we need to understand that as he presents him as the Messiah, that means that he has a kingdom. And within the book of Matthew now, we notice that the angel now appears to, 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 to the parents of Jesus and he educates them and tells them that, hey, you are pregnant with the king of kings. You are pregnant with Jesus. And, and Joseph, do not divorce your wife because this is the work of the Holy Spirit. This is the work of God. The, the, the angel educates them tells them that hey this is the messiah this is the the person who has all authority and all power he that he he has all power he created all things and according to john without him nothing is created the the, the angel now educates them and now we need to be able to understand according to john John reveals the seven I am about Jesus. And when he reveals it, he makes sure that people understand that, hey, this is God. This is, this is Yahweh. This is, this is the all-knowing, all-powerful, present everywhere God. And now, 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 when Mary and Joseph find Jesus at the temple, being so anxious, being, you know, they were looking for him and they maybe some form of anger was also there because now they maybe they had to leave other children because remember they had other children as well. 
So now when they found him, Jesus says that, hey, why were you searching for me? Don't you know that I was in my father's house? Uh, don't, don't you know? And instead of him being spanked, now they begin to think on what he said. Because the Bible said they did not understand what he was saying. I can imagine taking that Selah moment. I can imagine taking that pause moment. Pause moment. Why were we searching for him if he is at his father's house? Why were we searching for him if he was protected? Why were we searching for him if he has no need? Why were we searching for him if there is no harm? Why were we searching for him? Why were we so anxious? Why were we so worried? So many people today are searching for Jesus. So many people today are searching for salvation in wrong places. So many people today are searching for redemption in, in wrong places. So many people are searching. They're searching. They're searching under the bed. They're searching in within the relationships that they have with their friends. They are searching at work. They are searching in their marriages. They are searching in their children. They are searching for a solution. They are searching for healing. They are searching for redemption. They are searching for a breakthrough. They are searching for something that looks like Jesus. See, if we want to be able to find Jesus, we need to be able to look into the house. We need to search in the house. We need to search in the house where the Father is. You know, Jesus, one of the, the, the greatest miracles that Jesus ever performed is creating a bridge. A bridge between us and, and the Trinity, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He created that bridge. That is the one of the greatest miracles that he has ever performed. Being able to shower love and the blood of Jesus upon us so that we can be able to have access to the Father. See, if we want to be able to follow Jesus, if we want to be able to follow Jesus, we need to be able to understand Jesus. Because Jesus, uh, because the work has been done. You know, so many of us are searching for redemption in our finances. So many of us are searching for, for, for redemption and salvation in our marriages. So many of us are searching for redemption in our job descriptions, in our cars, in our materialistic things. Only to find out the guys, the bridge has been built. We now have access to the Father. We now have access to the Son. We now have access to the Holy Spirit. Only thing that we have to do is to follow Jesus. Follow the bridge. Follow the bridge. We, why are we searching for other things? Why, why are we searching for Jesus in materialistic things? Why are we searching for Jesus in, in meditation, in worldly meditation? Why are we searching for Jesus in the gym? Why are we searching for Jesus in our marriages? Why are we searching for Jesus in our children's lives? Why are we searching for Jesus in wrong places, in, in alcohol, in, 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 in murder, in abuse? Why are we searching? for Jesus in sicknesses? Why are we searching for Jesus in fake prophets? Why are we searching for Jesus? 
in wrong places. Don't you know that he is in the Father's house? Don't you know that he is in the Father's house? We need to be able to stop, rethink our motives, our intentions of building a relationship with Christ. We need to be able to stop and rethink our aim of, of why do I want Jesus? Why do I want to be able to grow in relationship with him? We need to be able to rethink because so many people today claim that they are following Jesus but really they are not. So many prophets claim that they are representing Jesus, but really they are not. But we need to rethink, why am I choosing Jesus? I know I didn't mention, but under the, the series following Jesus, my title today is Understanding Jesus. Because we need to be able to understand Jesus to know where we can find him. If they had understanding, because verse 50 says that, but they did not understand what he was saying. If they had understanding of who Jesus is, they would have understood his philosophies. They would have understood what the angel said. They would have understood in totality that when Jesus comes, he comes with, with hands full of purpose. He comes with hands full of a mission. So that he can be able to restore the people of God back to God. See, once you begin to understand Jesus, once you begin to understand his philosophies and theologies, once you begin to understand, you begin to understand yourself, your identity, the, the, the purpose that God has set aside for you. And now we need to be able to, to understand that because now when Luke writes, Luke chapter 2, verse number 46 to 50. He wants you to understand that, yes, it's all about Jesus. But now, should you understand Jesus, now you would understand that you have a purpose. That, that when Jesus came and he died for you, he died so that you can be able to understand that the, 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 the gifts that he had on his hand, when he came with hands full of purpose, that purpose was for you. So that you can be able to re-identify yourself with the maker. So that you can be able to find your identity in Jesus. And now that takes us back to, to, to what Matthew speaks about in Matthew chapter 5. When we look at Matthew chapter 5 verse number 13 to verse number 16. The Bible says that you, you are the salt of the earth. But, but, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You need to be able to understand that, 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 that Jesus, when Jesus poured his blood upon us, when he saved us and redeemed us, he gave us purpose. He gave us purpose. As a matter of fact, when he ascended, he left gifts for us. So that we can be able to understand 
that when Jesus died for me, he died so that I can have access to him. He died so that I can have a purpose in him. He died so that I can be able to remember that my identity is wrapped around and enveloped in him. It is all about Jesus. Jesus has a plan for my life. It is not all about the, what, what the fake prophets have to say. It is not about what, what other people have to say about my relationship with Christ. It is not about what other people have to say about where I am in life. But it is about what Jesus has to say. What God has to do. And what God is doing in and through my life. God has a purpose for you. You are a light of the world. You are a salt of the world. And you need to understand that God has a plan and a purpose for you. You are yet to do greater things. All you have to do is follow Jesus. How can you follow Jesus if you don't understand his word? How can you follow Jesus if you don't pray? How can you follow Jesus if you don't read his word? How can you follow Jesus? If you don't understand his philosophies, his theology, and his teachings, how can you understand Jesus? How can you follow Jesus if you don't understand the seasons? This is a time, brothers and sisters, that you rise up and you grab your relationship with Jesus by your hands and say that, Lord, I promise I will grow. I promise I will become what you want me to become. I promise I will become what you have called me and set me apart to become. I believe in what you have in store for me. I believe in, 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 in your miracles, in your word, in your voice, in your hand. I believe that there is a plan that you have for me plan not to harm me but to prosper me plan to bring growth in my life plan so that I can be able to experience your presence pray, pray with me wherever you are Heavenly Father I just want to pray for everyone who's under the anointing of my voice everyone who is listening to this sermon oh God I just want to pray for them that Lord, oh God, wherever they are, may they get to experience a touch of God. May they experience a touch of God. May they experience a touch of God. May they experience a touch of God. Touch them, oh God. Touch their hearts. Touch them, oh God, that they get to experience you one more time. Touch them, oh God, that they get to change from their sinful ways that they may be able to chase after you in the matchless name of Jesus. Father, today we speak a blessing over them, a blessing that, Lord, you will pour your spirit, that they will experience your glory, that they will experience your majesty, that they will experience, oh God, your saving grace, that they will experience your move in the matchless name of Jesus. I speak it. I speak your anointing upon their lives. I speak your anointing upon their families, their marriages, their finances, their relationship with you. I speak your touch. I speak your anointing in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I bless you and I honor you, O God, in the matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Now, I don't know if, if in your heart you feel that, you know what, I... I I 
haven't really received Jesus. I, 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 I've been going to church, but I really don't know Jesus. I really haven't experienced Jesus. I, I don't have a relationship with Jesus. I want to encourage you to follow me with this prayer. Also, those that say that, hey, I have fallen multiple times and I want to rekindle my relationship with Jesus. I want to I want to start over again. I I want to I want to build my relationship with Jesus again. I want to I want to get to know him. I want to experience him. I I want my kids to know Jesus through me. I want my wife to see Jesus through me. I I want you to follow me with this prayer. Also, those that are going through pain in their bodies. Also, those that are going through predicaments and situations in their lives. I want you to follow me with this prayer because I believe it will bring healing in your life. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, oh Lord, I've heard that you are the bridge. You have created a bridge for me to experience the Trinity. You have created a bridge for me to experience God the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit. You have created that bridge through your blood. Father, this morning I give you my heart. I give you my mind. I give you every fiber of my being. I give you my decisions. I give you my plans. I give you my soul. For you and I know that only you are deserving. I'm walking on that narrow bridge in the name of Jesus. And I receive you as the Lord of my life. In Jesus' mighty name. May you pour the blood of Jesus upon me. May you renew me. May you heal me. May you restore me. May you bring healing in my life restoration in my life redemption in my life because lord today i confess with my with my mouth and i believe with my heart that jesus you died on the cross and you rose again that you are the king of glory and there is nobody else but you father i give you praise and i give you glory in jesus mighty name I bless you and I honor you. Amen. Friends, may God bless you. May God be with you. May you experience his majesty. May you experience his glory. May you experience his power and his love in your life. In Jesus' name. Amen.